Building Company, they've got a uh, couple of, well, it's a new subdivision, Woodcrest in Ozark, uh, starter homes, three to four bedroom, and then in development, if you're curious, what it looks like as they they construct these homes. It's a new subdivision that is uh, underway. It's the Woodvale subdivision, Golden and Weaver, 1,700 to 3,100 square feet homes, three to five bedroom. And I believe, I saw they were posting on social media, their brand new showroom floor. So I, I believe if it's not open, it will be very soon. You can follow them on Facebook and, and keep up to date with all that info. The The value of those showroom floors is uh, that's where you make the house the home. And uh, while they're constructing it for you, you go through and you pick out the color schemes, the the, the fixtures, all of the things that give it the personality that says, this is my home. It's Aller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R. They are also under Nick's endorsement. Said KSGF.com tomorrow. A reminder, we are going to be at Scramblers as we are every Friday. Friday Roadshow, we broadcast live out there, sponsored by Affordable Towing. We have Heroes Breakfast tomorrow, which means that if you're a veteran between 6A and 9A, you're going to get free breakfast. So come by while we're doing the broadcast. And that free breakfast is thanks to Scramblers, Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, and Serenity Honors, a brand new sponsor and supporter of that breakfast. Details, as always, at ksgf.com. We have uh, some information I want to share with you coming up here. Now, Matt Moyer is going to get us updated on the news. We're going to have traffic. Look at the weather. And then um, an announcement regarding our great escape. Now, those of you who are signed up, don't worry. We're not announcing that it's moving or that anything's changing about it. Um, But um, there's uh, some additional information that uh, some of you are uh, potentially going to benefit from that we want to share with you. And uh, most of you know Brandon of 417 Travel. Travis is uh, in studio with us as well. And we're going to chat with them about the latest exciting information in just moments. Matt Moyer now with the latest news update. Seven people were injured when the Silver Dollar Line steam train derailed at Silver Dollar City. The accident happened around 6 p.m. Wednesday evening. Injuries ranged from minor to moderate. On-site paramedics gave emergency care until first responders arrived and the injured were taken to nearby hospitals. The Missouri Highway Patrol has arrested a driver wanted in a hit-and-run crash in killing a motorcyclist from Aurora. Derek Coburn is facing several charges, including a second-degree murder charge in the death of Patrick Anderson. The crash happened in June near Jenkins in Barry County. Investigators say Coburn failed to yield and hit Anderson's motorcycle. Investigators say Coburn abandoned the vehicle at the scene. The truck that Coburn was driving at the time of the accident was stolen. A vote in the upcoming election could help with patrolling and maintenance for the Ozark County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Cass Martin said that a half-cent sales tax increase would be used to fix much-needed repairs at the jail and bring back more deputies on patrol. Sheriff Martin said this possible new money could fix it all. Two pharmacy locations in the Lake Ozark area are closing their doors. 
Lake Regional Health System's Lake Ozark and Lori locations will be affected. Prescriptions will be transferred for patients who previously used either location. Lake Ozark prescriptions will be transferred to Osage Beach, while the Lori ones will be transferred to Sunrise Beach. I'm Matt Moyer, Springfield's Talk. 1041. First alert forecast. It's going to become cloudy today, 62 for a high, 41 overnight, sunny, 64 tomorrow and Saturday. 50% chance of rain and a high of 62. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, I don't know. A few months ago, we really, with great frequency, well, we announced the great escape. Of course, we had a uh, a bit of a delay, and, and we switched partnerships, and we've just been so very pleased with 417 Travel and uh, HVAC Masters once again sponsoring uh, this trip. I think that's their, this is their third, third somewhere around there, uh, that they have sponsored. So they're great partners. And, uh, you know, uh, Rick Lau, of course, owner, those of you, a lot of you who have gone on The Great Escapes know him because uh, he and his wife uh, join us on the trips, and, and so we always enjoy having our partners go along. And uh, this year, of course, we'll have new friends for you to meet. I already uh, know the folks. Well, and some of you, of course, booking have have talked with Brandon specifically. And we sold out, of course, uh, some time ago, as we always do. And then Brandon had approached me with this idea. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, sure. It sounds good to me. So I want to welcome you and Travis uh, as well. Um, if you would, Travis, uh, tell people a little bit about your place with 417 Travel. Yeah, sure. My, my wife and I, Michelle, are the co-owners of 417 Travel, so we're local family-owned. Michelle and I started the business seven years ago. Uh, Brandon is one of our main leaders here, and we're really excited to be involved with The Great Escape. We have a wonderful resort to show you guys mm. and, of course, a great group of people. Uh, they've been so wonderful to book so quick. Uh, kept us pretty busy, but that's exactly how we like mm. it allow us to figure out the size of the group and start working on some of the some of the logistics. All right, so uh, a couple weeks ago when it became clear that we were at full capacity mm-hmm. and uh, you said, well, I've got an idea, and, and this idea has come to be, so tell people about this if you would. Yeah, so again, thank you all for that have had books so far. You've been a pleasure to work with. Um, sold out the six-night trip February 27th out of St. Louis for the El Dorado Seaside Palms. We reached out to the hotel and were able to get 10 more rooms for those who might not have been able to sign up um, to come in on February 27th instead of the 26th, actually. So we've got a five-night package still available. It'll come in one day after the rest of the group. It'll have premium access just like everyone else within the property. We have a couple different room types that we're going to offer on that one. Uh, we have some premium rooms like the group has. We have three beach fronts and three okay. swim out rooms in a little separate area of the hotel. Um, everyone will have access to the premium section. They'll have a private transfer on that trip as well. Everyone will transfer back to the airport on the final day. So they'll come in one day after, do five nights instead of six. Uh, but everyone in the group will come back together on the last day. And this is something we've not ever done before. Right. Uh, there's always a, a limitation. Generally, the the limitation is dictated by the flight. That was that, the that, issue, yeah, yeah. It's always been that way. And and then you said, well, what if we offered people to come the following day? And they essentially have the exact same trip, same great escape. It's just they, they show up a day later. And I was yeah. like, yeah, sure. I mean, give her a try. 
I know there's people in the group that were uh, had other friends that they wanted mm-hmm. to come but yeah. just couldn't quite decide yet. Yeah. Uh, this gives those people an opportunity to still come travel with their friends, mm-hmm. travel with the group, come in one day later. Uh, the rate's going to start at only seventeen hundred. Okay, per so person. It's a bit of a cut. There. It's a little yeah. bit of a lower price because okay. it's one day less. It'll have mm-hmm. the same insurance. They'll mm-hmm. still get a private transfer. Um, but yeah, it gives those people an opportunity that couldn't quite decide this far in advance um, to still be able to go on the Great Escape. Uh, let's say there's somebody who has signed up on ours and they're like, oh man, actually that would be more convenient to leave the next day. Can they swap? Is that, or is that, I doubt that's going to happen, but just in case somebody asks us. Yeah, we absolutely can. We can do that up until a certain point. Okay. Uh, so if it's something they want to do, let's try to get that done, you know, in the next 30 days or so, if they can. Mm Uh, with the group space like this, we have timelines that we have to sure. uh, cut off the inventory. But, yeah, they could switch right now if they needed to. If memory serves, one of the timelines for The Great Escape was to have payment in by November. Is that the case also for this other – The I mean, it's still a Great Escape, just the day, yeah. day later. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Okay. We've got the space held. It's already reserved, okay. um, so we're not in a rush to put down a deposit immediately. Okay. However, um, last time we put out The right, Great Escape, right. uh, it sold out quick, so – uh, I imagine this could do the same thing. So the sooner the better. I would not wait <laughs> the way your uh, folks jumped on this. And it's going to be the exact same experience. We're going right. to make sure that any of the key events that are planned are they'd be involved mm-hmm. in, the same transfers, we'll be there to greet them in the lobby. So it'll be uh, one day less, but the exact same experience okay. that the rest of the crew is going to get. Well, I appreciate you guys thinking of that and doing it. I mean, I know it's extra legwork for you all, but it will give people a chance. that There are those that um, – you know, they either waited. Mm-hmm. I think when we say we're going to sell out quickly, people sometimes don't necessarily expect it to sell out as quickly as it does. Sure. And so then they miss the boat. Or uh, they didn't think they were going to be able to go, and then something happens where they are able to, but it was too late. So this gives those people an opportunity to. Yeah. Uh, or Or just people that were, I, I have this habit sometimes when it comes to certain purchases, I'll keep telling myself, I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then I, the day that I'm going to make that purchase is the day they sell out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dang it. And I wish I, if only I had. Uh, so if you have any sort of remorse, uh, not sure. not pulling the trigger on it, this is an opportunity to do so. Yeah, and for those who uh, haven't signed up and are interested in it, Travis uh, uh, over here, he's going down to the resort actually this weekend. So he can right. tell us more about it now. Yeah, and are, are you going just to scope it out or with a group? So a little bit of both. So we're going down the brand. El Dorado is actually having their GIBC. It's their awards banquet, and we're one of their top producers. So we're going to attend that, and it's at their sister hotel up the road with uh, your group uh, showing up. We have another group in April going mm-hmm. to the same hotel. I thought, let's go down there, right. check it out. We're going to meet with the general manager. I'm going to scope out some spots for the radio okay, recordings, cool. uh, taste the beer, make sure it's cold. Yeah, good. We need you know, that. Check make the sure tacos out. Yeah, Someone's got to do it, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. It's very tough for you, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, you're going to shoot some video and everything so that we can share it with our – because I, I know – it's one of the first things I do when, when we pick a location. I know our listeners do is they get online immediately. They start they want to check out videos and photos. And and uh, so that will give us a chance to, through your eyes, see some of that. Yeah, I'll collect some great video, uh, get it out to you guys. Uh, we'll talk to some of the teammates there, the staff there at El Dorado. So uh, excited to get down there and uh, make sure everything's the way we expect it to be for you guys. And we're going to have an amazing time. And they have an amazing staff. I've actually met with the staff last week at okay. a different event. Uh, in Cancun. So they're excited for you. They're ready. And uh, I'll get a chance down there this weekend to talk with the team and just make sure everything's ready for us. 
uh, I talk with a lot of listeners who they'll do cruises. The cruises are very busy. Um, and it gives you that sense that there's always something going on. And I've oftentimes had people say, well, we've thought about all-inclusive, but we're just afraid that we would be bored. And I think some of that's the marketing of all-inclusives. When the, when you see a, a commercial, oh, it's a couple of people laying on the beach or they're in a hammock. And it gives this sense of laying around doing nothing all the time, which you can but I, I say, trust me, because I kind of thought that the first time, too, is that what it's going to be like? There's always something to do. And and I just would encourage people, if that is your concern, that you're going to be bored, uh, that you're antsy, and that isn't going to be conducive to your antsiness, uh, forget all of that, because there's plenty to do. We actually have the activity schedule. We've got a, a different group going down uh, with us uh, next week, and they have something every hour. It essentially starts at 8 a.m., runs till 10 p.m., so, you know, starting out with events, tequila tasting. The resort does these kind of random pop-up uh, mm-hmm. excursions where they're going to show up with a mixologist. They're going to show up and do a ceviche class, show us how to make fish tacos. Um, of course, we'll have some water aerobics, yoga. If people want to get up and do those things and get into the evening, we'll have some more Oh, fun and exciting mm-hmm. type events, including an evening show. Yeah. And the nice thing about where we're going, too, um, if you do want to be active, like you might be on a cruise, uh, there's tons of uh, re- uh, excursions in the right, area. Yeah. You know, go see the ruins, go do a zip line, horseback mm-hmm. riding, which leads me to um, the catamaran trip that we yeah. have booked for the group. Uh, we do have a catamaran book to go up to Islam Harris for mm-hmm. one of the days there. It'll be a four-hour excursion. Mm-hmm. Um, be snorkeling, go see the island. It'll be a really fun trip. It's going to be private for just the group. Yeah, so. that's beautiful. And I, I've I've been out around there before, and it's just it's been I, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'll be sending out an email, uh, kind of a sign up and a survey list to everyone who is booked in the group to okay. see who wants to get signed up for that. Um, not saying space is limited, but we've got about ninety percent of the group could fit on there if they want to go. Okay, uh, if we need more space, if everyone wants, we'll get a bigger boat. Okay, all right. Well, that sounds good. And again, for people who've not been on an all inclusive, a lot of folks, again, you know, they like cruises and they're like, well, you know, it's five day for only three hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, but what I like about all inclusive is it is all inclusive, and that means particularly, or, and not everyone does, but our group likes to have you know margaritas and shots of tequila and beer and everything else um that is all included the the taxes are included the tipping though we always encourage people to take you know some dollars with you uh you know just to to tip but you know all of that stuff is included and so that that pricing that is it and and you want butler service you want you know to eat all you want all of that's covered and and when you you break it down you look at it that way i always feel like i come out ahead yeah, I think that you know everyone likes a, a cruises are great about having that entry level price point. Mm-hmm. Remember, the rates don't include your air, includes a room about half the size of your office here. Yeah. Um, so, and and we have a lot. We've been busy with cruising since the pandemic. Uh, cruises are really hot now. People have been waiting to get on those boats, but we prefer all inclusive. Brandon and I, we, we I sell too. cruises, I but we do not uh, small pools, small rooms, mm-hmm. lots of crowds. Yeah. Just not really for me. When you see me on The Great Escape, you're going to see me as the guy in the commercial. Yeah. Sitting there with my eyes, feet up, and just relax. Well, and the the reason, actually, that we decided to shift or at least try doing all-inclusives is so we could do the show. That wasn't something we were really able to 
at least guarantee that we would be able to do on a cruise ship out at sea with signals and everything. And, and, uh, and so that's one of the components to this for those who haven't gone is three days. We'll do the show and anyone who wants to be on the show can be on the show. You can, you know, say hi back to, you know, friends and family at home. And if you've got a business you want to plug or a cause you want to plug, you know, we, we leave it open for that as well. And, and so that is one aspect of it. I do want to know while we will every single day, have something where you know that you can meet us. If you want to go off on your own and never see any of us, you can do that as well. And, and you mentioned the airfare on cruises not being included. I should mention that airfare is included for The Great Escape as well. It covers everything. Yeah, it covers your air, yeah. hotel, all meals, drinks, tax tips, yeah. transfers, all that. I will say that the if you decide to stay in St. Louis the night before, that's separate. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, people can ask you about that, but that's a really fantastic deal as well. So for those who are just tuning in, you've heard us talk about The Great Escape being sold out. But what 417 Travel has done is they have created... Uh, the ability of other if you if you are missed out on getting signed up uh, there will be a flight the following day and so it, you'll still be with us you'll join us you'll be part of the great escape you'll just show up the following day and uh, the the cost is a little bit less to accommodate for that as well anything else people need to know yeah no just talk to brandon you know make sure you reach out to us via email if you've got questions you want to make sure that you're confident travelers if you have some questions or concerns Brandon's here for you. Uh, my email is as simple as his, Travis, at 417Travel. Reach out to me if you have some questions. And looking forward Saturday getting down there, getting you guys some yeah, great footage. I'm and looking forward to that. Checking too. out the Colorado Seaside Palms. Yeah, and those of you who uh, – oh, also um, – it, when you do sign up for the the this uh, this great escape uh, for the day later arrival, um, we have we always create Sarah creates a Facebook page, and you'll want to request to join it. It's a way that we all communicate with each other. If you have any questions, we'll post the videos. Uh, what's the uh, name of the group? Uh, uh, I believe it is Twenty Twenty Three KSGF Great Escape, and I'll make sure to link it on KSGF.com. All right, cool. Sounds good. Well, safe travels, Travis and Brandon. People will call and uh, ask for you and yep. get all set up and any questions they have. And so, uh, again, appreciate it because this isn't uh, you know, the opportunity that we've ever had before. And so hopefully people will take us up on it. Trust me, never had anyone go and say, I wish I hadn't have gone. But the recidivism rate, I mean, the, the number of people that go, and which is why it sells out so quickly, uh, it is, you know, they go time and time and, and time again. And so it's just a great time and, and it'll be a great time of year to do it. I, we should, met, oh, you mentioned the dates one more time, if you would. So the, the dates will be February 27th for five nights and oh. the extra night. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it. You. Springfield's right, talk one Oh four one. I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. Hear about I, don't, it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but it. the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Coming up, a whistleblower, a Democrat whistleblower about illegal ballot harvesting schemes in florida blowing the whistle florida has opened a criminal probe i'll share that latest information here in just a couple of moments it's time for a traffic update on springfield's talk 1041 i'm nick reed you're listening to nick reed in the morning on springfield's talk 1041 
All of your home loan needs, Don Carricker. I want a great home loan.com. When I first started telling you about the benefits and my personal experience with Don Carricker and I want a great home loan.com, it was it was Don Carricker, but now there's Anthony Carricker, there's Anthony, uh, there's uh, Alex Carricker, and they all bring uh, different backgrounds uh, to the team there that, that uh, just gives you the absolute best of the best. And I know instinct a lot of times is, is, well, you know, I bank at this place and I've banked there all my entire life and I'm going to be able to go in and, and somehow, you know, because they know me and they know I'm trustworthy and I've never overdrawn my account. So that means that, that I'm, I'm going to be VIP. It just doesn't work that way uh, with, uh, with banks. I'm just telling you. You want that personalized experience. You want to be able to pick up the phone. When you have a question about what's going on with the process as, as you're getting ready to close on your home and it's a Saturday at 830 at night, you're going to be you know, calling the cell phone to Don Carricker and he's going to be answering unless he's on the line with someone else or, or you know, just not able to answer. But he's going to call you right back. I mean, th- these are folks that up until nine o'clock at night, Monday through Monday, uh, that will answer their phone, answer your questions. Trust me. <laughs> you get your home loan through your bank. It's a Sunday at 5 o'clock. You have questions. You're waiting. But you don't have to with Don Carricker, and I want a great homeloan.com because you do. First alert forecast becoming cloudy today. I have 6241 tonight. Sunny 64 tomorrow, Saturday. 50% chance of rain and a high of 62. Democrat whistleblower on alleged ballot harvesting scheme. Florida opening a criminal probe. Florida Republic or uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's new election crimes unit has recommended state police open a full criminal investigation into a Democrat whistleblower's detailed complaint of a long-running, widespread ballot harvesting operation in the African American communities in politically important Central Florida. Former Orange County Commissioner candidate Cynthia Harris filed a sworn affidavit in late August with the Secretary of State's office alleging that illegal operations to collect third-party ballots have been going on for years in the Orlando area where voting activists are paid $10 each for every ballot they collect. She described an intricate system funded by liberal-leaning organizations that dispatch ballot brokers into black communities to pressure voters to turn over their ballots. The $10 fee per ballot is divvied up amongst the parties who help complete the harvesting. The collection and delivery of ballots by third parties is illegal in Florida. By the way, this is um, being exposed by JustTheNews.com. The newly created Office of Election Crimes and Security did a preliminary inquiry on Harris's allegations and concluded there was sufficient evidence to warrant a full criminal probe by state police. The Florida State Department told Just the News on Wednesday, quote, Florida Department of State Office of Election Crimes and Security was made aware of the issue around October or September 1st of 2022. After further inquiry, OECS, the organization, received additional information related to the allegations on October 17th and performed a preliminary investigation. Since OECS is an investigative entity and does not have authority to make arrests, the office forwarded the complaint to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement for possible violations of Section 104.0616 Florida Statutes. 
The development in Florida adds an explosive new allegation to concerns nationwide that ballot trafficking is widespread in some battleground states, a claim made famous by the research of the conservative watchdog group True the Vote and a documentary released earlier this year by filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza titled 2000 Mules. Arizona prosecutors have achieved several convictions in the state for ballot harvesting, most recently securing the guilty plea of a former Democratic mayor in Yuma County. True the Vote filed a complaint in Georgia, alleging thousands of ballots were harvested there for the 2020 election. But those allegations have not yet been corroborated as authorities negotiate with the nonprofit group for its evidence. A Wisconsin investigation unmasked a sophisticated ballot harvesting effort targeting vulnerable nursing home patients in communities like Racine, Wisconsin. Harris, who narrowly lost her election for county commissioner in August, described to Just the News her years-long knowledge of ballot harvesting in the black community in central Florida. She even recorded a ballot broker coming to her home in 2017 to collect her ballot and obtain the script that harvesters were given by her bosses to make the pitch for a voter to turn over their ballot. Harris told Just the News, quote, So what happens is, in our community, when absentee ballots are mailed, you, the candidate, or any political party can find out when the absentee ballots are mailed and to whom. What happens is these ballot harvesters, they know when the batch go out, they go door to door, and they ask for your absentee ballot. Well, in communities that don't look like me, no one does this, she said, referring to white neighborhoods. But in our communities, it's kind of like an accepted practice that the man is coming by to pick up my absentee ballot or the lady is coming to pick my absentee ballot. In her sworn affidavit, Harris identifies specific individuals who direct and act as ballot brokers and were paid to collect ballots and provide intricate details on how the system allegedly works, along with emails, receipts, video footage, and other evidence. She stated that ballot brokers typically work up to a year in advance. Ballot brokers visit individuals in their residences and assist the individual with filling out a request for a mail-in ballot. After the mail-in ballot arrives, the voters instructed to wait for the ballot broker to return to the residence. They are asked not to seal the certified envelope. In rare circumstances, if the voter has filled out the ballot and sealed the envelope certificate, the ballot broker will take the ballot and then steam open the sealed envelope. The ballot broker will either correct any votes, if necessary, that were not voted according to their wishes, or they would just throw them away. Harris described how much is in Wisconsin, vulnerable patients and rehabilitation centers and nursing homes in Florida are also targeted for the illegal ballot trafficking. Quote, for nursing homes, ballot brokers get the list of residents by cross-referencing the address with the voter registration list. The ballot broker figures out the best way to make contact, usually through friends and family that may or may not know they are even part of the scheme. They help the resident fill out the mail-in ballot or just take the mail-in ballot from the nursing home and deliver it to the ballot broker. Harris, who has worked as an election poll worker in the past, said her biggest concern in coming forward is that ballots collected by third parties have no chain of custody, making it easier to commit fraud, such as destroying a ballot or altering it. Quote, You know, it's just utterly ridiculous that people don't understand that once that ballot leaves your hand and it's not placed in the mailbox or given directly to the supervisor of elections, you don't know where it goes. It's possible they throw them away. We've seen evidence of that. 
You can steam open the ballots, and then they mismark them so that it's not for their candidate. Then the ballot is spoiled. So when people think that the numbers are low, it's really not low. It's just that someone has intercepted before it gets to the proper authorities. Harris, the Democrat, alleged that the Orange County Supervisor of Elections, who has held the office for 26 years, has turned a blind eye to ballot harvesting in her community. She said, quote, this has been going on for so long. You have to look at the supervisor of elections himself. He's been there since 1996, 26 years. This is, he's been turning a blind eye, turned on our community, the people that we entrust in the fair elections and the democratic process. The Office of Orange County Supervisor of Election, Bill Cowles, said in response to a request for comments regarding the claims that he's, quote, not aware of any issues regarding ballot harvesting, so he's unable to comment on it at this time. The office added that if there is any issue that Harris is concerned about, we would recommend her filing a complaint with the state for investigation. Uh, And we'll get the full Just the News story up for you to read. There's a little bit more information as well. Notes, um, a number of instances, uh, such as in 2005, Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer was indicted on a felony charge of paying a campaign worker to collect absentee ballots for his 2004 election, along with three others on similar charges. See, the thing is, these things have been going on for some time, and people have, in rare instances, been held accountable. But you don't know about it. Because it doesn't get national coverage. It just gets local coverage in those local communities. And the reason it does not get national coverage is because that runs contrary to the claim that voter fraud is not an issue. That we don't need more secure polls, we need less secure polls to make it easier. The claim we always hear is that, and and, I mean, any time. Despite people being arrested in the past, despite some people being accountable, being found guilty, going to jail, despite whistleblowers, despite video evidence, you still have a media, whenever Trump references these things occurring, claim that they're false allegations. They're dishonest, they're immoral, and they're lying. And so and and I, and I'm going to tell you another thing. Everyone involved in politics knows that this goes on. Everyone knows it goes on. It references the nursing home scandal where the Democrats would go into the nursing homes and get the absentee ballots of people that were incapacitated and fill them out. I knew that was going on. I've known that has been going on for 14 years because of the time that I lived in Wisconsin. Everyone knew it was going on. At least everyone who knew people in politics. I knew it because I happened to have a friend who was a Democrat lawmaker, and he told me about how that was one of the ways that they padded the votes. When these reports come out, when a movie like 2000 Mules or the the documentary comes out with all of the evidence, with all of the whistleblowers, with all of the footage, and they all act like, oh, there's nothing there, they all know it's going on. They just dismiss it. They pretend like it's not. 
They get help from establishment Republicans that figure it's not worth fighting it. That's just part of the price of doing business. And so what Republican establishment will say is that, well, I mean, there may be a little here or there, but there's no proof that it's changed the outcome of the election. So you aren't supposed to care if your vote gets stolen or canceled. And so and here, now we know. Can you imagine if DeSantis, as governor being a Republican, that is assumed to be a potential occupant of the White House one day, if this were a Republican whistleblower, blowing the whistle on Republican and conservative activists that were illegally ballot harvesting, do you think you would hear nothing about it other than on a show like this because Just the News with John Solomon did an investigation? It would be wall-to-wall coverage. They'd figure out a way somehow to tie Mar-a-Lago into it. But because it is once again evidence and whistleblowers providing evidence that Democrats are, again, violating election laws, violating laws when it comes to people's rights. Total and complete silence. And they'll continue to claim there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Now, just for my own personal curiosity... I want to know who in the Democrat Party screwed this whistleblower over because don't get me wrong. I would love to believe that out of all of the, 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 the Democrat activists and candidates and elected officials that this was one that is an honest individual and and just learned of this. And, and even though it was, uh, you know, uh, harm to her own party in order to report it, she knew it was the right thing to do. But she the, she describes this as something that she's known has gone on for years and years and years. She just barely lost an election recently. I suspect that she's just a woman scorned and she's like uh, somebody in the Democrat Party or the establishment in her particular area of Florida probably screwed her over good. And she's like, all right, well, I'll show you. I'm going to go public with what everybody knows is happening anyway. And that's the continual, significant, illegal paying for votes, because that's what's happening here, according to her allegations, paying for votes. And illegal ballot harvesting. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. And of course, Sarah Meyer. Thank you. Thank you. Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, Beatles is spelled B E A D L E S. And what do they do? Well, I'll tell you. They provide a variety of high quality property maintenance and repair services in the Springfield area. Now, Beatles Property Maintenance, they are family owned, local owned. They've been serving our community for well over a decade now. And uh, they can do a variety of things for you. Maybe you have uh, some bigger jobs around your house that you need done. Uh, they can help you out with things. 
things like mold, remedi mold remediation, crawl space repairs, uh, real estate services if you are a real estate agent, uh, water restoration. Plus, they can also help you out with a lot of those smaller day-to-day -day jobs. Maybe you need a new ceiling fan in your living room. Maybe you need new electrical outlets. Uh, maybe you're wanting a bathroom remodel. Those are also things that Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team can do for you. So whether your maintenance job is big or small, highly recommend my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Now you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team. That's going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. There is a, a great deal of focus on the Senate race in Pennsylvania. Of course, there are a number of states where there's a great deal of focus. Uh, and so much focus on Fetterman and Oz. But again, I have grave fears in the fact that Pennsylvania has been emboldened, or the Democrat Party, I should say, has been emboldened when it comes to the ability to commit voter fraud. The state has violated election laws and, and been allowed to get away with it. The Secretary of State, I know many of you know this because I've, I've been covering this, Secretary of State, who was appointed, and she's a Democrat, has openly said she will count illegal votes in the upcoming elections. Uh, she allowed it to happen when it came to a judicial election, and the courts ruled that, that it was illegal, but they said, well, we'll let that election stand, but you can't do this in the future. The, the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court, addressed this and said, yeah, you cannot count illegal ballots. By illegal ballots, I'm talking about absentee and mail-in balloting. And when you mail in a ballot, there's an envelope that comes with it, and there's certain information that is required in order to, as best as possible, verify that you are the one who is actually voting in your name. And there are ballots that come in that do not have those verifications, presumably because they're people that are ballot stuffing, they're ballot harvesting, and they're gathering up ballots and sending them other people's ballots in. And so they don't want to put a signature because it will be, you know, they don't know the, what the person's signature looks like. And so according to the law in Pennsylvania, those ballots cannot be counted. Well, the Secretary of State has said, no, go ahead and do it anyway. Supreme Court said you can't do that. And after that decision, a couple of weeks ago, the, Supreme, the, the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania sent out a press release fully saying, we're gonna, we'll count the illegal ballots. Now, you, you know clearly why that is. Because she feels it is going to help the Democrats. Otherwise, she would not do it. They are getting so brazen. Here you have, this should be national news. A secretary of state. You look at that right now, down in, in Georgia. They're trying to subpoena Lindsey Graham. They're, they're sending out subpoenas. People, uh, anyone and everyone associated with Trump, all about an investigation as to whether or not the Trump organization was you know, trying to interfere in the uh, the the uh, validity of the election with with uh, a slate of alternate electors, right? Because the very foundation of our democracy is at risk here. Meanwhile, you have a Secretary of State that is openly saying, I don't care what the law says. I don't care what the Supreme Court has said. I am going to count, allow to be counted illegal ballots. And somehow that's perfectly reasonable, not a peep from anyone.
openly admitting and acknowledging the law will be violated. This is what happens when people who break the law do not get held accountable. They think, oh, well, let's see if I can go a bit further. And this is a a bit of a follow-up story, but it, it, again, gives us an indication as to where things are headed. Washington Examiner, Pennsylvania election officials warn midterm results are going to take, quote, days to process. And we know what that means. Any and every time there is a close election, especially when a Democrat is behind, and all of a sudden, oh, we found more ballots over here, or, well, we've got a shutdown over here, it's going to take time. Lo and behold, they always find just enough votes to push the Democrats over the edge. And so Pennsylvania, and as a country, given that the Senate hangs in the balance, should be very concerned about the fact that the, that the acting Pennsylvania Secretary of the Commonwealth, this is the same person who has said, I'm going to allow legal votes to be counted, letting everyone know, hey, don't expect to have results anytime soon. Because they're going to count, and they're going to count, and they're going to count until they find enough votes to put Vetterman over uh, over the edge. Uh, Unless the the only hope of stopping that is if the lead for Oz is so large that they don't reasonably believe that they can, they can quote, find enough votes. And that's why I worry to a very, very serious extent uh, about that being one of many elections. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, tomorrow's Scramblers, Friday Road Show, and it's a Heroes Breakfast between 6A, 9A. Come out, join us, and you're going to get free breakfast. That provided by Scramblers, Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical, and Serenity Honors. She's joined in and helping fund this uh, event that we do every so often at Scramblers. So if you're a veteran, come out between 6A, 9A tomorrow morning. We broadcast live. Get yourself some free breakfast. So I will see you there. Glenn Beck is coming up next. I'm Nick Reed.